We are back. We are back. Shout out to the CIA, the competent, intelligent, and assertive men out there. One love to the FBI, the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies. Want to make sure you guys can hear me, make sure the sound is good. How's everything? Can you guys hear me? If you can hear me well, Let's see what's going on. Let me make sure I can hear where we're going to do a level check, level check, one, two, mic check, one, two, mic check. All right, so we are good. We are back. We are back. Shout out to the competent, intelligent, and assertive men. One love to the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies. How we doing? Your godfather's back in the house, and the house is, of course, packed. If you haven't checked uh, my YouTube channel today, I've loaded a couple of uh, additional videos up, and then some, some short bangers. Short bangers. You'll want to check out the short bangers. You'll want to check out the short bangers for sure. I'm trying to keep this power level thing going right is well the new computer's on the way in um for the longest i've been streaming switching between an imac and a macbook but this is going to need more power uh it takes too too much power to stream such a powerful show so we're going to do what we can for right now while we watch the levels so um if you didn't get a chance to watch instagram yesterday you missed a treat that was a hell of a show. Oh, where are my manners? Welcome back. For those of you who don't know, my name is Kevin Samuels. I'm a professional image consultant, and my job is to make sure you look good, smell great, and the best version of yourself each and every day. The candle of the evening is, we just call it, we call it affectionately, we call it 34. It's from Diptyque. It's an indoor-outdoor candle. It is banger. It is just a straight-up banger. Y'all like the lights? Y'all can see. God <laughs> follow is investing in different studio lights camera now i'm free to move around the candle is 34 and this fragrance right here i'm sorry to say hey lou lou uh casely is the stream sponsor right now we're gonna go ahead and pin her right there let's go ahead and uh how you doing you know, that's a good thing. Ladies, be prepared when you call in. As many are watching you, thank you very much. This fragrance is an old school fragrance from when Tom Ford was the creative director at Saint Laurent, and it's called M7. That fragrance brought the Middle Western, that fragrance brought Western oud into uh, perfumery in the States and has revolutionized the game. Okay. 
So that's what's going on over here. Power level is doing what it's doing. I don't know why it's dropping. Shouldn't be dropping. Well, you know what? Let me check something. Hold on. Ah, oh, that's why it's dropping. Not plugged in. That's why it's dropping. Smart guy. Damn it. Mm -mm. Now, it's on its own independent power source now. So, that should stabilize things a little bit. <sighs> what a week. What a month September was. September was a, was a hell of a month in October. October's getting off to its own start, so a lot of stuff going on, people. But you got to keep your head up and keep soldiering through. The show must go on. Um, fragrance of the day, M7, candle 34. Let's go ahead and get a little RB. Until, until they decide they want to sponsor the show, no more free publicity for, for the Red Bull. I said it anyway. No more free pub for them. Okay. Keep it cool. Keep it classy in the chat room, please. Um, trying to keep it. Waiting for my desk to come in. I'm, I have this desk that's coming in that can slot, that can move around. So I can be standing right here. And if I decide I want to walk over there and broadcast from over there, we're going to do it. So always trying to get things up and going. Uh, Y'all like the fireplace? Y'all like the fireplace? You like the little fireplace lick? Over there with Chanel. Hey, Chanel. Chanel got her own fireplace. Y'all like the fireplace? You got to keep it player. You got to keep it playeristic up and around his piece. If you don't keep it playeristic, gentlemen, you can talk a good game, but if you don't keep it player, you don't know what's going on. But all right, let's get into the program. Keep the likes up. Keep the likes up, please. You should have over 3,500 likes. So again, if I look over and we're below 50% on likes, uh, we'll play the entire song all the way through. The question on the floor today is, are modern women mercenaries? And when I say mercenaries, I mean when it comes to the modern dating scene. What I want you to think about is something like this. Think about, if you've ever played organized sports or anything like that, you, you know that, um, that the t you can often have a team who is less less skilled, less natural talent, but if they run in plays, they're going to win. Let's, let's play pickup basketball. You can go out to the uh, basketball court anywhere in the United States, and you can have people who are great individual players, and they can decide to run. And they, can, and they can do some incredible things, street ball at its finest. 
But then you can have a a team that comes in, a varsity, a varsity high school team of bench players. But because those players are playing together, because those players have done the basic drills, dribbling, shooting, passing, that kind of stuff, and they're running plays, the team that runs plays often beats the naturally talented players, and they got to give up the game. And what tends to happen? You got guys out there who've been running the court, like like a lot of like a lot of women in general, black women in particular, got the natural gifts, the lips, the the nice hips, the waist, the butt, the legs. You've been you've been you've been crossing up other ladies. Woo! Y'all been balling on them, Harlem Globetrotters. I mean, you knocking folks' knees together like Tim Hardaway and Allen Iverson, crossing them up. Then Britney Spears came along, Jenna Oy back today when she was. Six over at Blossom, and, and they Alyssa Milano, they didn't embrace the butt. And all other kind of women then decided to get back in the lab and decided to start running plays. And what I want you to think about is if you've ever played with people who don't know how to run plays, when you're out here and you're winning and you start losing, what happens? The one guy who thinks he's uh, Kobe reincarnated starts being a ball hog. What happens? Even when he starts getting cold, what does he do? He keeps jacking up the three. He keeps jacking up the shot. Keep jacking it up, jacking it up. Any sport will do because then people start playing for themselves. They're not trying to, they're not trying to win. They're just trying to make sure they look good. How many times have you been up playing, playing with somebody somewhere and you're behind, and what do you see them start to do? They start to just ball hog, keep the ball, keep shooting, and then what happens? The other team slowly coming back, slowly coming back, running that same play, pick and roll, inside out, very boring basketball, four corners, whatever, but they got the fundamentals. And what happens? As the team that's used to winning starts losing, the people start acting like, in this case, modern women, selfish nature. You start acting protective. And I want you to think about this. Modern women are moving around the court today with no playbook. They've, they have not had any coaching. They have not been in any structure. They're not on any team. They're just great, got natural talent. And they're used to playing pickup basketball, 21 horse, any of these kind of things. But then you get in the game and relationships. And relationships require work. I say this often, like I talk to those young ladies. Normal relationships are boring. Because they have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They have Taco Tuesdays. You know, the first part of dating, you get to know somebody's exciting. But a, a normal, healthy relationship has routine and it's boring. But if you're only used to, you know, above the rim kind of basketball, dunking and all this other kind of stuff, normal stuff is boring to you. Practice. I mean, we're talking about practice here. I mean, who needs to practice when you got natural gifts? Practice free throws, practice, improve your game. Why do you need to do any of that? Then when you get on the court and you start losing, what do people who are who want to win, 
who are used to winning, when they start losing, they start thinking about themselves. They start thinking about themselves. They start thinking about, I'm going to make sure, at least if we lose, I'll make sure I get my 20. I'm going to make sure my stats are good. Modern women are acting like mercenaries in this regard. You can even, I don't want to use the term free agent because another, somebody else that I know uses the term free agent. But they're starting to just act like it's all about them. You're moving like it's all about you. So you cannot play with anybody else. Who else moves like this? Mercenaries. You can have a standing army. And the army is, is, is comprised of the citizenry. The citizenry is called up and blah, blah, blah. People go to personal, I mean, basic training, yada, yada, yada. Then they go out onto the battlefield. And what often happens, you end up having highly skilled warriors, highly skilled soldiers who were really good, had some, ba had some basic skills, but what do they do? They end up, what, becoming soldiers for hire, right? Mercenaries are just that, soldiers for hire. They're loyal to no one. They're loyal to no one. They're, loyal to the, they're not loyal to a flag. They're not loyal to a cause. They're loyal to their pocketbook. So if you look at us, I like one of my favorite shows to watch. It's on Stars now. It's the uh, old school series Spartacus. And uh, when Asher... When Asher was uh, uh, with uh, Praetor Glaber, and he was hunting down Spartacus, Asher said, hey, man, you're trying to fight these, these, mercen these gladiators, these mercenaries. You're trying to fight them with these regular army troops. A gladiator is worth three of your, and, uh, three of your guys. And, and Praetor Glaber said, wait a minute, prove it. Then Asher proceeds to straight whoop three, three legionnaires' butts, three to one. He beat them down. And Asher said, and I was the lowest of the group. So what did he do? He went out into the world and found guys who were great warriors, great at killing, great at defending and taking care of themselves. And he brought them back over, paid them a lot of money, and they went out and they started to level out the playing field. But as the story ends... Something comes, an event happens, and the, 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 Roman, the Roman captain says, Asher, look, I hear you on that BS. You're going to have to prove you're, you're down for me. And Asher's like, well, maybe it's best to be leave ways. And he says, why don't I just take my men and go? Now, he recruited all these men. He was the captain of all these men, and these men had, had more money and such and so forth. But all the, all the guy from Rome had to do is like, I'll make a better deal. A thousand denarii and land. And the guys who are about ready to fight the Roman legion on Asher's behalf put their blades up and looked at Asher like whatever. Because they're mercenaries. You cannot, there's no honor amongst thieves. There's no honor amongst mercenaries. When it's time to be a free agent, you must do what's in your best interest. Ladies, I want you to ask yourself, on the modern dating scene, are modern women moving like regular army, regular infantry? Are they moving like soldiers? Or are they moving like mercenaries? Soldiers have basic training. You know, that stuff you learn, your basic duties at home, your wifely duties, your duties around the house. 
then it don't matter where you, what theater, no matter where you put them, they know how to do the basic stuff. Are modern women moving like soldiers? Or are they moving like mercenaries? Meaning, I'm a soldier for hire. Any flag will do, and at the end of the day, it's all about me. Where do I, where do I get this? I get this idea when I sit around and talk to so many women. And I listen to women pour their hearts out, day in, day out. But then when you get right down to the relationship, most of these women have wrecked their own relationships, walked out of it, because many of them were still carrying around traumas or the ghost of ex-boyfriends past, and they could not deal, they could have great situations looking them right there in the face, but they're still involved with the ex-boyfriend. How do you know if you, remember I did? <laughs> Ladies, a lot of you, this is why these long relationships are stupid. Because you take that long relationship into a new dating environment. Gentlemen, you know just like I know. If a woman has had a long relationship, you don't want to be the relationship that comes after because you're inevitably the rebound. She does not know how to do this stuff. So in order, what ends up happening, when the relationship, when life starts to happen, her first instinct, her natural instinct is to become a mercenary and protect herself, defend myself. Am I missing something here? Am I missing something else right here? Uh, uh, please, hey, Carpe Dean, please don't use that term. Uh, that's somebody else's term. Respect their intellectual property. Um, that's not my term, so respect the intellectual property. Um, look, ladies, it is on you to understand that you're moving through life like a mercenary. If fear, scarcity, and lack, anxiety, stress are the ways in which you move through your world, you need therapy. Let's put the acronym out there. Let's put the acronym out there because I often say this thing, but we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it because we're going to talk about three subsets of women that are mercenaries. Three subsets of women that are mercenaries. Fear, scarcity, lack, anxiety, stress. F S L A S F double S I don't have a word for it F S L A S hmm L A S S I don't know what you can spell with that I don't know what you can spell with that I don't know what you can spell with that what can you spell with F S S A L. Ah, what can you spell with that? What can you spell with these letters? What can you make out of these words? Uh -huh. What can you make out of what can you make out of these letters? F S S A L. All right, F-S-S-L-A. 
FSSLA, fear, scarcity, stress, lack, anxiety. Fear, scarcity, and lack are the three original ones. Fear, scarcity, and lack, but you also need to put anxiety and stress. And if you're moving under the, in fear, scarcity, and lack lead to anxiety and stress. That's how, how you get there. Fear, scarcity, and lack lead to anxiety and stress, okay? Fear, scarcity, and lack lead to anxiety and stress. And ladies, if you're moving through your day-to-day -day life and fear, scarcity, and lack, it's going to generate anxiety and stress. And especially when you're that way, you end up starting to turtle in, conquer down, worry about yourself like a mercenary because you're under pressure. And, the, and here's the thing. This is, not, this is not a new concept. When people are under pressure, some people focus, some people fold. And most people, when they're under pressure, revert back to who they really are. That's why this conditional femininity and this new age femininity goes away quickly when a woman gets angry. Fear, scarcity, and lack produces the anxiety and stress response, and there she is. You're a modern mercenary. Who are some modern mercenaries? Well, we already know our favorite modern mercenary. I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. That's why it's your first modern mercenary, the career girl. Career above everything else, fear, scarcity, and lack. Because the structural things that have happened around you, get, got those student loan debts and these careers and all this stuff out of control, and you can't give up control because you can't, because you, fear, scarcity, and lack. I've already, I've already beat this one to death. But I want to talk about the next one. The next one, the next one you're starting to see more of, and it comes in two varieties. It comes in two varieties, but I'm going to talk about the variety you're starting to see more now. You're starting to see the 40 plus year old with the young dude. The, the, the old wife, young husband, the old wife, young man. We're talking about women who are about 10 to 20 years older than their boyfriend. Now, these are the same women that before they got their boyfriend, they had all the problem in the world with age gap dating. Why? Because old women, older women are not fit to deal with men of their age group because hypergamy, they've got too much stuff going on. And younger men have been, like it or not, the West Men have been born in an entire generation that have taught, to, taught them that men and women are equal, taught them that women should be revered, that women are better at a lot of things. So it's, it's, it's more natural for a younger man to respect a boss chick's grind. A boss chick's grind. Honestly, I don't see that. I must be under a rock. Uh, I don't know how you don't see it. Turn on any social media. Look, look, look in, look in entertainment, uh, entertainment, look in music or entertainment. And you see women over 40 and you're starting to see more women over 40 strongly, proudly proclaiming their relationships and marrying young men. And here's the thing. I'm good with it. As long as as you print a retraction and say you've been dead ass wrong to talk about somebody's uh, a cradle robber or whatever, whatever. See, I'm not going to call people's names, but there are several names that come to mind right now. And ladies, like it or not, that is backwards. 
Stella Got Her Groove Back was a movie. What do you, what does a 45 year old woman have to do with a 26 year old guy? He don't even know who he is yet. But that's moving like a mercenary. And the one way that a woman can do that is she has to have, she has to have resources. You rarely see a woman that age with a young man unless she is smoking hot and, and average resourced or well resourced. I have had an older woman. I've been this before. I've talked about this before when I was in my 20s. I dated an older woman and I and knew exactly what it was. And I benefited from it because she took me places, brought me around people put me in, I was able to go with her and be in rooms that my resume could not get me into. My intellect could, but I didn't have those connections. But I didn't delude myself and make myself think that there was going to be some long-lasting relationship out of this. But today you'll see a lot of mercenary modern women with younger men trying to act like, no, I finally found my soulmate and I'm in love. On the one hand, I would rather you be with somebody than nobody good for you. My only issue is many of these women tend to be modern womanist feminist types. And these very women were the ones talking about men ain't this, men is trash, men is this, men is that. And now all of a sudden, now you got you a young guy. And now all of a sudden you in love and getting married and everything else. You need to print a retraction. Not for the men. See, we men already knew you were full of crap. You need to print a retraction for these young ladies, okay? They can control a young man. Thank you. But see, the thing is, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm making this point, but I'm not going to stand heavy on this point because, look, if you, what else is a well-resourced middle-aged woman supposed to do? The likelihood of her being able to get with a man who's socioeconomically attractive to her is little to none. Meaning, the older women get, the less they get. So I don't want to see women who were used to dating, you know, athletes, entertainers, musicians, multimillionaires, blah, 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 coming to guys who are six-figure guys with having that previous experience because most don't come to it in good faith. But it's still a mercenary move. You got to admit it's a mercenary move because they're worried about themselves. Modern women being mercenaries, the issue is mercenaries can't be trusted. Mercenaries are out for themselves. You cannot build a strong national defense with mercenaries. You need a homegrown army that believes in the ideals of the, of the, of the country. So ladies, ask yourself, are you moving like a mercenary? When you're in relationships, are you worried about you, 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 you? This is the problem I touched on in this whole notion, especially in our community, where dating is not fun in the black community because there's, a, there's no trust. There's outright hostility between men and women. And how do you fix that? You ladies are going to have to surrender. 
you got to surrender. The war is over. You lost. Your side lost. Winter is coming. You lost. Now you can either go ahead and admit defeat or you can hold out. But you know what happens to people who hold out. You know what happens to people who hold out. I'm not going to make any of those references because they, you know, but look, you could use any, 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 any major conflict. You lost. And the only way to have a to, to have a reasonable shot at a future is to give up the fight, sit down at the tree at the table and hammer out a peace treaty. And one of the first things in a peace treaty, especially I mean, among the women, is y'all need to walk around, drop this strong, independent, I don't need a man. No, I'm weak, interdependent, and need a man. Strong, weak, independent, interdependent, don't need a man, need a man. Weak, interdependent, need a man. Oh, weak, W, interdependent, I, need a man, N. That's how you spell win, ladies. Weak, interdependent, need a man. There is the secret to success outside of the two-thirds. By the way, two-thirds. The secret to life is uh, the secret to life is two-thirds. You know what two-thirds means, ladies? Two-thirds. Two-thirds. The secret to life is two-thirds. Two-thirds. <laughs> if you on Instagram, you know what this is. The secret to life is two-thirds. Two over three. Two over three, that's the secret to life. You want to win, ladies? This is what you do. Two over three. What is two over three? Everybody get your calculators out, ladies. Let's do some math. Two divided by three is 0.6666666667. Store that in your calculator memory. So let's say you are Jazzy. And Jazzy or... Chris Hall, or uh, give me another lady's name in here. Give me another a lady's name in here. Mika, all you ladies want a man. Mm-hmm. You want to be six feet tall, 200 pounds, and all sort of. So if you want a man to be 200 pounds, you need to multiply 200 times 0. 0.6666667. And that is the weight of the woman that would appropriately fit that man. 133 pounds. Oh, man, that's crap, Kevin. That sucks. No, 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 not really. Because if you look at the average weight of the American male, 178 pounds, 178 pounds times 0.6666667, Back in the day when men weighed 178 pounds, the average weight of the woman was 120. Well, 119. So, like I told the sister the other day, if you're 187, if you're five foot four, the height of the average woman, and 187 pounds, the weight of the average sister in this country, multiply 187 times 1.6666667. 187-pound sister should be looking for a man that's around 311 pounds. Sorry, ladies. 
two-thirds. The number is actually closer to 0.7, but there's no fraction to really represent 0.7 appropriately. Not 0.75, not 0 0.8, 0 0.6666666 to 0.7. Meaning, let's just say for simple math, you use the same 200 pound thing and you did 0.7. It still gives you 200 pounds times 0.7 is 140 pounds. So 133 to 140 pounds, a seven pound differential. So if you're 160 pounds, ladies, if you're 160 pounds, I don't care how you frame it, 160 pound woman should be looking for a 272 pound man Is that right? Is that right? Let me, let, me, let, me back, let me make that. Let me back to that. That don't sound right. Let me, you should be 30% more. I'm sorry. My math was off on that. My calculator was on. Yeah, I was talking too fast on that one. 1.3. 208. Sorry. 1.3. So 160 pound woman should be looking for a man is 203 pounds. So let's do the 187 pound woman again. 187 pound woman, even if you use 0.7, oh, he's still 200 187 times 0.0111. Thing. Yeah, he's still 250 pounds. So even if you use 0.7, so 187 pound woman, you should be looking for a man that's 250 pounds. So when I was talking to that sister the other day and she was 213 pounds, and I said, ma'am, you should be looking for a man that weighs about uh, a third more than you. Why should I get that? You should be roughly two-thirds the size of a male. Two-thirds to 0.7. You should be anywhere from 30% to 33% smaller than a man. Well, 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 that means a guy that's a hundred, somebody said this. That means that somebody's 170 pounds, that means the woman is going to be too small. 170-pound man, that's still a 113-pound woman. They're still a dress size four, two four. Ladies, bottom line, I've taken a tangent off of this because one of the major reasons that many women do not seem to want to grasp with is your weight is keeping you, un is keeping you unmarried. Men know and accept the fact that if they want to make themselves the best possible they can and have the highest chance of landing the best mate for them, they have to get their resources up. But whether they, but Fireplace is running out of fuel. I hate this sound. Guys understand that, look, my income limits the kind of woman I can get. Simple as that. Men know that. Today's world, it does. The world is not like it was when my, grandma, my grandfather and all those guys. But guys got a longer term. If you're going to come down, sit down at the table as a, as a modern female mercenary, the first thing you must do is you must sit down at the table and negotiate a peace. 
Then you need to declare a side. In the black community, black women, you need to understand that every other group of women, when it gets right down to it, they happily line up with their men. That's why I keep saying we're all you got. And while and while it is still available, it will be wise for you mercenaries to stop warring. Because what's starting to happen is the one thing that I think is keeping uh, so many, I said it the other day, the inability to code switch and effectively get inside other communities is keeping a lot of, a, a lot of folks who don't want to be together together. Black people, if you really could, black men, if you really could integrate and go talk in other communities, a lot would be gone. That's why you always talk about going overseas, such and so forth. You don't have the money to go overseas. Why go overseas when you just go to another neighborhood? Ladies, you ladies need to start acting like men are a requirement. And see, I know a lot of my critics and detractors, like he always preaching doom and gloom and fear, such and so forth. I challenge any of them to sit down and discuss the numbers of it. I don't care what you think about my tone or my method. The bottom line is this Western world is not set up for single average earning individuals. End of life is who's responsible for that. Your money, your family, and your children. Single men, same issue as single women, except men understand that the streets is what's waiting for them. And I'm going to say this to the men, like I said, I think it's crazy that many of you guys would be ready. You'd rather go be on the street than learn how to get along. Ladies, are we, is it really, really got to the point to where you just rather put your 20 up and your 13 rebounds and just, and, and, and just say, keep padding your stats? Or do you want to learn how to get along? I'm asking a question. Why are you a mercenary? Why are you just worried about yourself? What has happened to you in your relationships, your personal relationships with men that has made you a mercenary? And what I notice more often than anything else is there's really not the relationships many of you women have had. It's more your mama, your grandmama, your nanny them. They're filling your head with their stories. But why are you a modern mercenary? And if you're going to be a modern mercenary, what happens when you can't fight no more? There are no old warriors. You got to give up the fight at some point. Um, here's, but here's the thing. The show shut down uh, early last on Monday. So I'm going to start taking calls from Monday night show and then on tonight's show. Because I think it's a good topic that we got to start looking at the fact that I firmly believe that many women today are being motivated by fear, scarcity, and lack, which produces anxiety and stress. And no one, and, and men, ladies, whether you like it or not, no matter how much men want to be with you or care about you, they're not going to accept you just because you're black or if you're always anxious and stressed out in a bad mood. That does not bring a man what he wants. Peace. 
Men do not want women who are projects. Men want women who enhance our lives. We don't want to have to turn away from our purpose to fix you. So, the question on Monday night, or ladies, are modern women, are you tired of being alone? The question on the table is, modern women, are you tired of being alone? Are you tired of walking through life like a mercenary? And here's another part about being a mercenary. When you're a mercenary, you, all, you, don't, you sleep with one eye open. Because some of the things you have to do as a mercenary lends to bad karma and doing wrong by people. Mercenaries have to sleep with one eye open because they end up stabbing, fighting for one side, then, then turning side, being a turncoat. And if you walk through life like a mercenary, always you can tell people who are mercenaries because they expect the worst because they've done the worst. Uh-oh, getting a little too real. Getting a little too real on the hill. Well, I, I didn't have any choice in this. My, I, I, my mom, hey man. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Recording in progress. Because you cannot just decide to be a mercenary and then expect a, a guy who has his stuff together just to accept you and work with you. Like I asked that one woman, uh, free range chaos women. Uh, what I, what the video I put out there, the same, the same tag, are modern women Modern women value family or freedom. And if you look at that video I did with that, that call I had with that woman, she even had to admit, it's like, well, damn. Her views on marriage and relationships were given to her by the older women in her family because they had had so-called bad relationships. And I'm going to tell you this. Those women will tell you they had bad relationships. What they won't tell you is they had bad relationships because they were bad actors. A lot of women back in those days had back in those days had bad relationships because they were acting badly. They had good men. Heck, I remember my mother and my mother's friends, and I saw women in my neighborhood who I knew had who I personally knew, neighbors and everything else, who I personally knew had good, decent men wanting to date them. But yet they chose to deal with the knuckleheads and the fools. And then they want to turn around and talk about why shit is so bad. No, you chose poorly. Let's get this going, though. Let's get it going. Call line is open. When you open, when you click on the uh, Zoom link, you got to be prepared. And yeah, and if you just say you don't want to be seen, it needs to be for security reasons. Don't just say you don't want to be seen. Got to stay on your purpose. Shout out to A-Free. Look, I know a lot of you ladies don't want to be seen, but look. No. If it's for legitimate security reasons or something like that, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. But for the most part, you need to be here. You need to be here so we can see what's going on. Not fair that uh, you can jump on here and, and 
have a conversation and people just got to listen to your voice. Uh, let's do this real quick and get to it. Let's do this real quick and get to it. Call line is open. You can just, you can respond to anything. Are you tired of being alone or uh, are you a modern mercenary? new song you guys ready What a beautiful voice.
Then you can sing me to sleep any night. Wow, just wow. Lisa, you ready? You ready, Lisa? You ready? Go ahead and wave. Bye. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Good. How old are you? I'm 50. All right. So um, the question is, uh, are modern women mercenaries or are you tired of being alone? Which one are we tackling? Well, I'm married. I'm married and I'm 50. And I feel that women should not be should not be mercenaries. They should not be alone. They shouldn't be. I, mm -mm, they should be married. Okay. Then why why don't why aren't more women married? More women are not married because they they just don't understand that as women we weren't put on this earth to be alone. We were put on this earth to be married and to be mothers and to be a helpmate to our husbands. How long have you been married? Fifteen years. Yeah, these women, these women would say, yeah, you don't know talk about. You don't know talk about. You're an old married woman. Get out of here. You ain't got nothing for us. Well, that would be their problem. That's what they're going to say. I'm um, sure. Do you have any children? I have four stepdaughters and I have one son. Okay. How old is your son? 11. Okay. Um, is... You said four stepdaughters? Yes. My, I'm married to my second husband. He had four daughters uh -huh. when we got married. And we had one child together. Okay. Um, how, how young is your youngest stepdaughter? She's 25. All right. uh, are, are they married? None of my stepdaughters are married at this time. Well, see, that, that's what folks are going to say right there. They're going to say, yeah, man, we hear you. We hear you, ma'am. You got your husband, but he came with four stepdaughters. And you've been around them for 15 years. Why ain't none of your stepdaughters married? None of my stepdaughters are married because they're two are in college, two have finished college. I said your youngest stepdaughter was 25. I said youngest stepdaughter, she she is not married, no. Okay, but none of them are married. Not at this time. No, 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 there's not. They're not married. How old is the oldest stepdaughter? She's 30. Ma'am, they are all past the age of marriage. Yes, they are. So the question remains, if what you're saying is, if you believe it, and you've been around there for 15 years, so you got around the 30-year-old when she was 15, and every other one you've been around since they were in the fifth grade, why, why haven't what you said, why haven't they followed that? See, this is why this is why young women don't listen to y'all because you got to answer that.
Hello? Hmm. Well, guess that happened. Uh-huh. So, um, you guys need to get on camera in the Zoom room. Start your camera. Start your video. Or you can't be in. So, I don't know if she left. But I'm going to assume she left. Because the connection was just fine. And ladies, I don't mean to be rude, but when you say something like that, I know what women are going to say. And then they're going to be like, all right, well, you got four stepdaughters, 25 to 30, and they never wanted them married. <laughs> but then you're going to say this is what they should do. Okay, I hear you. How are you getting these stepdaughters who have been around? It ain't like you was married five years. Here we go. She's back. I think it's a fair question. I'm just telling you what women are going to hear. Hello. Yes. So women. I can hear you. Okay. You have me on TV or something. I have you on my laptop, but nothing else is on. Okay. So young women, women are going to say that sounds fine. Why ain't your stepdaughters married? I believe they're not married because they have not found the person they want to be married to. And you have to understand there are my stepdaughters. Their mother is also an intricate part of that. I get it. But when you get on and say women should be something, just like they asked me, are you married? Great. Their mother's an intricate part. Is their mother married? Yes. Their mom is married. Their stepmom is married. Their father's married. All of them are single. And what I'm hearing is they got to find somebody. You've been around the oldest stepdaughter since she was 15, the youngest since she was 10. Did you talk to these young women when they were coming up about what kind of men they should be looking for and what they should be doing for a man and how they should treat yeah. a man? The two youngest, yes. All right. So, um, because a father should be kind of telling a woman what a man, what kind of man to that would be appropriate for her. But women, their fathers involved, huh? Their fathers involved in that, right? And mothers, women should be telling women what they need to be doing for men. So, what are some of the things you told your stepdaughters they should do for a man? Well, a lot of things I told them is what my mom told me was that you um before you get married you make sure that your father's an intricate part of that my father was um and um they also were we went to church on a regular basis they were they were taught that before you go out there you make sure your father meets every every person oh, you I'm want to date or okay. your I father's maybe you didn't hear what i was saying what I'm asking you is what did you, as okay, the, I'm sorry. you the, as the stepmother and what did the mother tell these young women what they should be doing right. for a man? What they what their responsibilities well, are to a man, not what they should I'm be sorry. looking for, 
what 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 were they taught to be doing for a man? Because here's and here's here's the pushback. Here's the pushback okay. that women are going to say, because a lot of women are starting to blame the reason they're not married because of you guys, because y'all didn't teach them. Because a lot of women are starting to say y'all were too worried about getting your own husbands because you're wrecking your own marriages that you were worried about getting your own lives together so you didn't teach us nothing. That's what I'm starting to hear from more young women. So I'm asking women who had daughters or stepdaughters, what did they, what did you teach them? Because if, if being married is a requirement and you say it in church and everything else, I, my personal position is, are, that makes you a traditional, did you raise them to be traditional women? And as far as I'm concerned, I came into their lives when they were when they were nine and ten, yeah. as you stated. And right. from that point, um, I did teach well, them they, through action, well, dealing well, with their father and all relationships. Their mother raised them to be traditional women. Uh, their mother is younger than me, and I would believe that she taught them what she could. You know, I don't know exactly. Did, did their husband, did their, did their father, your husband, teach his daughters to be traditional women? Yes. Okay, stop right here. Because before I came stop, into their lives, stop, his stop mother right was in their lives. Right, stop, right, stop right here. Stop right here. Traditional, okay. women, traditional women, men are not optional. They're a requirement. So whatever the age of the wife, the biological mother, She's still the mother. And the father, if you're talking about church and these kind of things, if the father raised them to be traditional mm -hmm. and you came along and you put some icing on it and he had a grandmother, all right, then why aren't these women married? Four of them, 25 to 29, unmarried. And all this church and traditional and everything else, but no men. Based upon the thing you came through the door saying. And people, I want you guys to understand, it's my position that the women of my age dropped the ball. They didn't teach these young ladies. They talked to them. They didn't show them. They said, this is what I think you should do. But they did not get there and do the daily work, day in and day out, that my grandmother and my great-grandmother's generation did. My grandmother, my great-grandmother's generation, they taught their daughters and granddaughters how to be women. I know my mothers and her sisters learned all their domestic stuff through my grandmother. I can see that they learned it because I see how my grandmother did it and I see how all of her daughters did it. In their homes, they're still structured the same way. It's all from the same blueprint. They learned it. Now, they will tell you they outright rebelled against finding a husband. And my aunts, bless their soul, regret it to this day. My mother stopped fighting it and she was able to be married. But if you don't, they're not being taught, they're being told in church and this and that. Who's teaching these girls on a daily basis? The things you say that they need to have. Do you agree with any of that? Do you disagree? What? I agree. I agree. Because my mother, when she, my mother was 36 when she had me and my twin sister, mm -hmm. and she was 40 when she had my younger sister. 
and my father was four years older than her. So they were that generation of your mother, grand, of your grandmother, my mother, they were older. And so my mother taught me about being married. My father uh, really helped me find my first husband. Right. And then, so, so you know what I'm talking about. So let's yes, I right do. There. So right there, did these girls get that? You've been around 15 years, man. You can give me your best guess. Did, I didn't hear you. I, I'm not looking, so I need to, I need a verbal confirmation. I'm sorry, I didn't hear. I didn't hear your question. I'm sorry. Did, did these, I didn't. Did, hear did, did those girls get what your father, what what you got from their from their father? Um, no, 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 I'm not, no, the two no, no, younger ones. I'm not making that. Dis, I'm not making that distinction from all the adults. Oh, okay. No. Thank you. End of story. Right there. So when you right. come in and say that I think women should be this and they should be that for whatever reason, young women are sitting back saying, how dare you tell me that when y'all ain't teaching us this? All the women who got it like you and the women mm -hmm. like your generation, y'all all got it, but y'all didn't teach it. Then you're telling them that's what they should do. That's why a lot of these women are angry. Because I understand. Y'all didn't, didn't teach them. So I'm asking this question on several layers. One, because you got it. Two, because you actually have four stepdaughters that you have a impact on. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So do you do you and the mother? Do, do you and their mother uh, have any kind of relationship? Are y'all cordial? We're cordial. Me and their grandmother has more of a better relationship, Who which is my mother. Who is worried about getting these girls married? I am, and their grandmother is. Why? And and and, and I, let's just say, okay, why ain't their daddy and their mama? That's a good question. That, a, I talk that, with my that, husband. That's about a family. It. And here's the thing: I'm coming at this. This is a family. Johnsons and Smiths. I don't care. You got adults on this side, adults on this side, children on this side. My position, based on what you said, you got four girls who weren't taught. And, the, and this, is what, this is what tended to happen. This is a good call because the adults were so in their bullshit that they couldn't give the girls what they needed. And the girls are just out here making it up. And even at this age, 50, your husband, their father, their mother, you're cordial. Can't, you, you can't honestly say nobody's exactly t teaching these girls anything. They're just out here. And there's another point I would like to interject if I don't, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. What if they, they haven't shown, some of them haven't shown that they even want to be married. What did you, did you what did you teach them about marriage? What have you, what did you as a stepmother and the elder teach these young women about marriage that they should want to do it. How have you made marriage okay. to these young women? Oh, oh, this is a fair question. What did the mm -hmm. adult women around these children teach these young ladies that they should want to do it? 
Well, the only thing I can answer to that is that as far as I'm concerned, my relationship with my husband, making sure there's a family unit and that we're, you know, that we make sure they understand how we interact with each other, me and my husband. But that's from a child's um, place. That's from a child's right. place. From a young adult, from a young adult woman. But here's the thing. You were around them from the age nine to 14 or 15. And these right. young girls don't get taught. They get at best kind of shown. Right. Honestly, can you sit I back and, that. Can you honestly sit back and say that you or the mother or the women, you've ever sat down and had a one-on-one -on -one conversation and told daughter A, B, or C, A, B, C, or D, uh, A, this is why you should get married. This is what a wife's duty is to a husband and her family and her children. This is the benefit of being married. This is the this is the obligation. This is the requirement. This is why, and this is why it's a great thing. Right. This, this is why it's necessary. This, this is, is why it's necessary. Have you ever had a conversation like that? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. At what age? Eighteen with the youngest one. Okay. So at 18 with the youngest one, I got to ask, why not the other three? The, the other three, the older, the older ones, I was not around them as much, mm -hmm. just the two younger ones. And what I'm trying to show is when families get fractured, adults tend to worry more about getting their shit and the kids are left to fend for themselves. Doesn't make you not a good people, but the fact of the matter is, I, I, I know how young ladies are gonna hear this. And it's like, well, they're not showing the aptitude to want to be married. Well, damn it, that's the adult's problem. Y'all, you, you grown ass women didn't teach them. You didn't show them anything. They're showing strong, independent, don't need no men. Men are to be feared, men are to be avoided. Men are not required like they were in traditional life. We're old enough to remember, ma'am, when girls used to actually be excited to have boyfriends. Yes. Well, God damn it. I mean, excuse my French, but um, why aren't these young ladies feeling the same way? Because they didn't get taught that men are valuable. That's I agree. Fault. That's our fault as a generation. It's our fault. And as men, we have to hold that. But you ladies are going to have to hold y'all's part of it, too. And here's the problem. And I'm going to set you to the side because I don't personally know you. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying this to you. So I'm going to move you over here. But it has been my experience, especially in the Christian church. Far too many of our women are walking around with their church hat on like they earned it. And you oh, my God, yes. <laughs> women ain't earned this damn church hat. My grandmother earned her hat. My great-grandmother earned her hat. Many, many women in my generation is just fucking wearing a hat like you earned it. You ain't done the fucking work. Because you, you, you judge the woman by the product. And what are the daughters? You can judge my grandmother by her daughters. They learned whether or not they did anything with something else, but they learned it. These young women ain't even, don't even know. I see young ladies who don't. Oftentimes, I'm having to teach women. I have to take young ladies to 
somebody to teach them how to walk in heels. How to, I have to, I'm having to teach women in etiquette classes how to sit in a skirt. I agree. And, and I went so many time, young huh? women. This is why so many young women are frustrated because they were left to be wild free. No structure, no discipline. Well, I don't want to say this because it ain't my child and I can't overstep this boundary. French toast that. I bet in our generation, I wish I would have heard us talk, the adults around us talk like as weak as we talk. Mr. Jenkins, Mr. Johnson, anybody could whoop your ass along the street. That's true. So why don't we do it that way? Because we were worried about getting into these jobs, corporate America, da 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 da, and being independent. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. We didn't stay. And then just because we learned it a little bit later on in life, this next generation didn't get it. Like you said, you've been together 15 years at 50 when the previous generations had been together 25 or 30. Mm -hmm. We don't prioritize relationships. And why am I hanging out in this call? Because it is going to be incumbent upon Generation X women to be honest with generation with millennials and zennials and tell them we failed you, ladies. We're sorry. We failed you. Our, we did our best, but our best wasn't good enough. It's on you guys to apologize to them, not us. We got to deal with the men. Y'all got to apologize to them and fix it. And the biggest thing you do by fixing it is telling them we were wrong. We, sh we told you. We didn't show you. You tell somebody how to bake a pie, but you show them how to make, you show them how to make dough, how to pinch the dough. That's what we're missing. So good conversation, good back and forth. And the reason I pushed is because I knew, I know what young ladies are going to say. They're going to say, well, wait a minute. How is that supposed to happen? So anything you'd like to say before we, before we wrap up, though? Only other thing I want to say is that I agree with what you were saying earlier about the weight of, like, uh, a woman's weight should be one-third of her of her count, her husband or, or the man she's interested in. Um, I just know that my husband is, is six feet, three, 230 pounds. And when I stand behind him, you can't see me. Good. Disappear then. <laughs> Have a good day, Lisa. It was bye -bye. good to you. Bye-bye. That was a good call. That was, that was, that was a good call. I think I think I think that could be a lot of work can be done with that call because. All right, Mimi, how are you? I'm well. Hi. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. How old are you? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. What do we got? We're talking about what's that going on in the background? TV. Are we talking about uh, a modern women? Are you tired of being alone? Are we talking about modern mercenaries? What are we doing? Uh, well, I wanted to, so when you said modern mercenaries, I wanted to understand what the, what's your, how are you defining the modern mercenary? Mercenary? Okay. Um, have you, what would you, how, what would you define as a mercenary? Are you familiar with the term? I mean, yes, I do. That, that would be someone I would, the way I would look at it is mm -hmm. someone who's coming in for the kill, you know, that's abrasive. You know, with an no, agenda. 
A mercenary, a mercenary is a basically a soldier for hire, no loyalty. A mercenary, a person uh, primarily concerned with making money at the expense of ethics. A professional soldier hired to serve a foreign army. So women. No loyalty, concerned with themselves. No loyalty. They'll fight for you. Uh, okay, imagine, imagine, imagine uh, the United States went to war. And let's say the United States went to war with China, okay? And China was invading the United States. Let's just say that could happen. You'd fight to defend your homeland because it's your homeland. Let's say we, and let's say we, we were starting to run out of troops and we started going to Australia in Canada and, and, and England and bring some mercenaries over for this. We got to pay them to do that, right? I'm trying to get the correlation for The how correlation is you're not loyal to anything except yourself, to your outcomes. I, I laid it out in the monologue. A mercenary is loyal to themselves. And when, when pressure hits, mercenaries are, tend to be the first people to leave the war. So when are women, you, when are, women, are modern people? women acting loyal to relationships? I find that I can see that. But are modern women that started out with the video I put up today with a, asking the question, do modern women want family or freedom? I see so many women sacrificing pretty much everything to be with someone, you know, at a point of desperation for it to be. Where do you live? I live in the U.S. What state? It's not a game. I live in Georgia. Okay. Um, one in four black women are married. Mm-hmm. We used, we, before 1965, we had a marital rate of 80%. Right. Okay. Why aren't black women marrying today? Options. Options are so limited. Bullshit. You think so? B bullshit. 54% of black men are single and childless. 61% in the middle class. You must be new to my show. I'm definitely new. I, I just yeah, well, I'm sorry. To... So, ma'am, what, you, what you're saying has been is talking points that have been disproven. You can go to blackdemographics.com, black statistics, by black people, for black people, and see the marriage numbers. I would 50, like to learn. That's why I came. 54% I of... Great things 50, about you. Okay. 50, well, one of the things you don't do... One of the first things you don't do, you don't overtalk me. So if I'm talking, you can't, you can't talk for... It's bad for the listeners. But if you say lack of options, that's bull. 54% of black men are single and childless, and 61% are in the middle class. So all so there's a high population of men that are single, and there's a high population of women that are single. You missed it. You, no, no, no. See, what you did is you just tried to deflect. I'm, I'm trying to understand. No, no, no. Is that no. A, black women marry at a rate of one out of four. The next lowest group of women is 54%. It's not a... Hold on. Listen. It is not a lack of men wanting to marry. It's a lack of black women wanting to marry. You're coming at it from the side that the issue is with men, and it's not. I don't agree. I don't think it's a men issue either. I don't. I definitely well, don't. Then, okay. Why aren't black women marrying anybody then? 
my perspective, and this is just my perspective, and if it's been disproven, you can correct me where I'm wrong. My my question is, my 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 perspective is is that it seems as if everybody's out here just trying to figure it out, both men and women. There's a high population of men that are single. There's a high population of women that no, are single. No, 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 it's not. Okay, ma'am, your perspective is not based. Okay. Is that not? Look, look, look ma'am, listen. Me? Listen, sorry. no, I don't know. I've said that once. The numbers, ma'am, the mm -hmm. numbers. Mm -hmm. Black women marry at a rate of 26%. That means one out of four black women could ever expect to be married. Mm -hmm. The next lowest group of women marry at a rate of 54%. That's over half. That's white women. They're not trying to figure it out in this modern world. They know, their women know that their best chance of getting to the end of life and quality of life is with a husband, not a boyfriend, not a long-term relationship, a French toast husband. Mm -hmm. But today... 80% of black children are married to fatherless homes. So that's a woman choosing to have a baby before the benefit of marriage. It is 100% her choice to carry that child. Black women on this show will tell you, I've been engaged two, three, four, five times. But when asked, why aren't you married? Like how old are you? 38. Why are you married or single? I'm single. Any children? I don't. No? No, I don't. Why are, uh, why are you not married? I've been in a relationship, my current one, for the past three years. So um, we've but you're almost four. But you're almost 40. I am. Why aren't you not married? Why are you not married? I mean, that is something. I know that what I've done and admittedly I can say is a failure on my part in my upbringing is that I've always put work ahead of a relationship and okay. so are you more than okay and do you think you are more typical of black women or do you think you're more the norm or more the abnormal I'm pretty sure I'm in, in the average range I don't well then if that's the case so so if that's the case you just you just prove you just proved my point. 38 years old. Mm -hmm. And you said your career. Did you go to college? I did. Master, you have a master's, bachelor's, master's, what? I studied in healthcare and, well, yeah, I would just like. You have a bachelor's, yeah. master's, PhD? What? Bachelor's. Huh? Bachelor's. Bachelor's. And so, and what is your career? I'm I'm not in that industry. I don't want to talk about my work field on No, 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 ma'am. That's this that's this show. That's this show. That's what? this show. I'm only asking you, ma'am. I'm only asking you what, what could be seen on LinkedIn. I'm not asking you about your money. But if you but if you said I put my career ahead of relationship, you said I put you said I put my career above relationship, and I'm just gonna ask you what the career is. I did. I worked in telecommunications. So did I. I was in trust me. Okay, so bottom line, man, don't over talk me. If it's okay, if it's okay. No, it's not okay. You can't over talk me. I've said that three times, so you've been muted. You won't over talk me. That's just won't won't happen. So what we're seeing is somebody said they want to learn. 
who don't know what they're talking about. And then when you just ask the basic questions, the defensiveness, and at 38 years old, what career? Ma'am, all you have to do is back it down and not over-talk me. But I'm running a show. And you can either, you want to, I don't think you want to do this path. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to help. Stop with the frowning of the face because it's not going to look too good for you. So you might want to just take a second to chill out. You just can't over, you can unmute yourself if you choose to. Now, ma'am, I'm trying to run a show, talk to you, there's almost 18,000, 17,000 people in here. You said your career. Are you an executive? Director level. Director level. As someone who has been vice president level, I see more professional unmarried black women, but, but being a director does not preclude marriage. I've seen plenty of directors and VPs who are female who are married. The majority of the people above director are married. True or false? Um, I, I haven't looked at the stats for that, so I don't want to misspeak. Okay, let's just look in your organization. Is it the norm that people director or higher are unmarried? In when I do my my analysis, everybody seems to be married. Your analysis in your observation in my, of the observer in, my, in your, my leadership in my chain of leadership. Thank you, thank you. My, so the point, so that my point is, career does not preclude marriage. This is a black. This this is what. And this is what we do on this show. We look at the facts, the figures, the data, the statistics, and then we take and mirror against the popular talking points. You came in saying that the reason your guess for why black women weren't married because of the lack of candidates. That's simply not accurate. It's not even, it's not accurate, it's not precise, it's not true. It's more the norm that black women go to college and focus on themselves until they're 30 plus years old. And then after 30, they decide they may want to possibly have a serious relationship that leads to marriage one day with children. But by this time, most of you are eight, your age inappropriate for marriage. Because sadly, many have children by that time. Let's look at the numbers. May I speak? Sure. I don't know how to, I, I want to, first of all, I want to say that I was recommend, you know, I heard about your show and this is like the first time I've ever, or so the, probably the second or third time I've done it, internet thing. So I'm not very familiar with this. I do respect your show. So if it did come across as if I wasn't, okay. I do apologize. So I do want to start off by saying that. Um, secondly, I'm just here to understand more. So I don't, I didn't research anything prior to this. Well, what we can do is if you were in telecommunications, I spent the first 10 years of my career in telecommunications sales. I've spent 20 years in, in sales. I've been in corporate America until I was in advertising and started my own agency. Bottom line is this, man. 
the things that black women hold out as reasons for not getting married don't stop other races of women. Man, what I the, the point that I was trying to make was that I I know the mistake that I personally made and the things that I was doing. So I have full accountability into what the reasons why I'm not married. You know, okay. so I'm not, I didn't come if at the beginning of me saying that was I made the mistake of really over prioritizing my work and thinking of trying to be the stereotypical things that you hear let, about what young women try to let me stop you right here that is the very definition of being a mercenary right so so we're... so this may be new to you watch the program you're gonna find out that you're right in line with so many other women who at this point in life are trying to figure it out when you prioritize career. You can't, it's, it's, it's really difficult to turn around and decide to want to be a traditional or, or, or even a, a wife when you spent your life worrying about you. This is why we have this song. I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. You have a dog, you own a dog or a cat? Do you own a pet? A dog. All right. Well, um, you're going to find out that you're pretty much in line with a lot of women in professional career, but at the end of the day, long relationships, no marriage. You have a three-year relationship, and do you want to be married one day? I, I'm, I'm not for certain. I don't know. I'm not, I don't think so. So you want children? I don't think so. All right. Uh, well, I'm not for by certain. Time, so, by, so no children... No husband. Uh, by the time you reach 65, are you going to have your roughly $2.4 million to retire on cash? Well, I'm blessed to say that I have a wonderful family that I came uh, from. No, 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 no. I'm asking, are you, so through your own efforts as a single individual, are you going to be able to pay for your rest of your life when you're no longer working? Not what somebody else did for you. I mean, I'm self-sustaining. I can say that. I'm not, no, I don't no, know no, if I'm no. going to be a multi-billionaire. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. Ma'am, it has nothing to do with a multi-billionaire. This is simple math. Uh -huh. If you cannot work and you have no family, no children, if a man cannot work, right? He has no money to pay for anything. He runs out of money. Where will he end up? I mean, that, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be something. Where I will a man end up? No money, no family. Why? Why would he have? Why? If, if Ma'am, where? Okay, I'm going to ask you one more French toast. See, this is one thing I don't do. You don't answer a question with a question. That's rude. You have to know better than that. I'm not for certain. Okay, ma'am, if a man has no money, no family, no kids, and runs out of money, where's he going to be? in a nice home, fully fed, or is he going to be homeless? He's going to be destitute. Destitute is another word for what? Homeless. Yeah, he's going to, yeah. All right, so anybody in that position who runs out of money uh -huh. and has no family, uh -huh. no children, uh -huh. is going to end up where? Is that what 
is going to end up where? Who knows? I'm not. It's going to end. No, that's bullshit. See, there's no who knows. This is what I mean. This is the problem. The logic just won't go through. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Y'all see it right here. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I don't. No. No. I don't. I can't answer that question. I don't understand. A, a, a man will end up on the street. A man will be destitute. But me, I don't know. No. No. No one's listening to you. We've heard enough. We've heard enough. We're going to move on to somebody else who wants to have a conversation. Live in your fantasy land. Mm-hmm. This perfect example of the modern mercenary cannot deal with reality. Refuses to deal with reality. When given an opportunity to answer a question, it'll be shame, insults, guilt, the need to be right, and just sit around, blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't know what's going to happen. It can happen with anybody. They could end up on the... And see, that question I, I start asking women, I don't care how you figure it out, what you going to do without kids and a husband, and you run out of money, that bothers women like her. Because she knows, she knows just like a man, what, 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 she's going to be on the street. And she cannot imagine a world where that blonde hair is going to be on the street. She can't imagine a world where she's going to be sitting around and somebody ain't going to take care of it. And I got news for you. The street takes blondes, brunettes, raptor claws, all of that. You got, I, I saw a woman on, on the corner, uh, out right here with a blonde hair. I'm like, how are you blonde and homeless? How that work? So there you go. Okay, I, I muted you, man, because you had a little bit too much background noise going on. Uh, I don't understand how that works, sir. I just, I don't know. I, I come from a family that's, well, <laughs> Okay, you got too much noise going on, Jimmy. Oh, I got too much noise. How are you? Yeah, let's try. To, are you? Are, do you have me going on in the Bluetooth or something in the car? No. Okay. How old are you? I'm 28. Are you in the car alone? No. Yeah, there's too much noise. I'm getting mute. I'm getting background. I'm getting background. So, uh, try to put me on. Um, Either headset or I can't do that. Uh, Lachey, then Karen, then Terry, then Tati, then uh, Nikki. Nikki. Lachey, go ahead. Hello. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Yes, hi. Fine, how are you? Good. Let's woosa and start all over again. Woosa. Right. That was fun. <laughs> all right. So um, what are we doing here? Uh, we're talking modern women. Uh, tired of being alone or modern mercenaries? Yes, uh, actually, I agree. Uh, there's, but but I also have like a rebuttal. I think there's like mercenaries on both sides with both men and women. Mm -hmm. I don't think nobody's going. How old are you? I'm 34. I'm going to ask you. What, I'm going to ask you a question. Why do you ladies? Does that make your life? Does that change one bit of your outcome? Seeing, but he did it too. I don't know why you ladies He's do that. Why, I don't know. I don't know how that changes the conversation. Saying, but men do it too. It's called what aboutism. Why do y'all? Why do? Why did? Why is that relevant? That they're mercenaries because, on both sides. Because then it doesn't. It goes both ways in order no, for it to work. No, it doesn't. No? Without us, you. Without us, you have nothing. 
See, without your men, you are vulnerable to, to the environment. See, that's the problem. You're not my equal. True. Do you have any children? I do. How many? I have four. Any boys? One. Uh, where is he at in the birth order? The last one. He's the baby. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you got three older sisters. Uh, you're single? Yes. Uh, how many different fathers? Uh, three. Okay. So by my math, by the way I do math, the first yeah. the guy you lost your virginity to would have been your husband, number one. Then you got right. one, two, three different fathers of four children. So you'd have been married four times by now. Do you want to be married? I do. Okay, so you're looking for a fifth husband. Virgin, <laughs> one, two, three kids, four. So just like I put the video up the other day with the right. this today with the sister with three kids. Mother three right. is a good deal. And we get back to this whataboutism. How does that change the facts on the ground for you? Yeah, that's still remain the same. That's still, yeah, you're right. Okay. So I'm always curious as to why, why uh, you didn't choose to marry any one of the men you had kids with. It wasn't a choice. The first one, I was too young. Uh, second one, proposed. How old is your oldest child? I was a teen mom. So this is 19. How old were you? Bounced off. All right. So, uh, yeah. Boy, howdy. Virgin husband one. Every baby daddy counts as a husband. So start telling these ladies, hey, you got you looking for a fifth husband? What? Hello? Hello, Karen. How are you? Yes. Hey, Kevin. I never get to catch you live because I'm always at work. Um, okay. my values are a lot aligned with yours. And I started listening to you because I have two sons. One's 37. I'm 61, uh -huh. by the way. Okay. One's 37 and one's 25. Um, I've been on both ends of the spectrum and I was not married. The first uh -huh. child I had at 23. And for me, that was too early to mm -hmm. be pregnant. And a lot of it may have had to do with just me. Like sometimes you say my parents were divorced, but the thing that resonated with me when I saw one of your videos on my way to work today, I'm a nurse, by the way, I have a BS head. And oh, no, let me ask you, you said you were 23 when you had your first child. Yes. Not well, married. You, you not were married. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, but you were not married. Not married. So and why then, do you say you were, hold on, hold on, let me ask you, why would you say you were too young if you were not married? Because I was not prepared. Even though okay. I had a big gram, I got five aunties, my grandmother had 13 kids, uh -huh. and my aunts, like you say, like I said, I'm in line with a lot of your values, but some of the things that you say, I don't like. Second. I'm so, um, like today, like just earlier, you spoke about, and I have two boys, 125, 137. Our first one's married, just had a second baby. My 25 year old is not interested because he can't seem to, because he works extremely hard. What, He's a plumber. What, do me a favor. Do me a favor. I know you, you're trying to get it all out, but let's got to stay concise. What don't you agree with? Um, I, do, I don't agree with when you told a woman on an earlier broadcast that 
she wasn't prepared to be a wife. I don't think anybody, well, when I think well, of myself- the context? I, oh, no, no, hold on, man. You got to tell me what the context was. Who was this woman? Okay. What broadcast? Um, I'm sorry. I don't know what broadcast. It was, it's, it was like a month ago, but anyway- Okay, so hold on. Stop right there. You can't do that. You can't okay, come in I'm and say, man, I, I don't agree with you, sir. Something you said about a month ago with no context. Okay, you're right. You're totally right. But I just want to say this. I am, and the second time when I had my second son, I got married at 35. I was prepared to be a wife. Had well, my okay, so let me stop you right here. Let me stop you right here. Mm -hmm. What preparation does a female need to be a wife? Let me tell you, for me, it was first, I got myself into intense therapy when I was pregnant the first time because I knew I wasn't prepared. No, this, no, let me, let, me stop, let me stop you. I'm going to clean slate you. I'm going okay. to snap my fingers and go a thousand years ago. What okay. preparation does a female, not you, a female, mm -hmm. a female need mm -hmm. to be a single, solitary man's wife? They need to, first of all, they need to realize that they, they, they do want to, do you want to get married? Yes, I want to get married. Then you get the, you get the information. There's a lot of information for these. No, young there's people. not a lot of information, man. That's no. Kevin. No, no, no don't Kevin me. No, no, that's not okay. what we do. Okay. Prior to 1945, that was mm -hmm. prior to 1940s. There was no such thing as dating. True. My grandfather made so, my so, 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 mm -hmm. if dating didn't exist, why didn't the previous thousands and thousands of years of generations of human beings need to get all this damn coursework done before they got married? You haven't said what a female needs to I'm be. I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm no, you need to tell, you right tell no, 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 no. I need you to tell me now, what does she need other than knowing she wants to be married? What else? She she needs to learn how to be intuitive to her man, and she needs to know how to cook, know how to clean, know how to listen, and like you said earlier, rub the feet, write okay, the letters. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. No, you can't overtalk me, man. You can't overtalk me. Okay, I'm sorry. Everything you said, you can learn that by age of 16. Kevin, in this day and age, I'm I don't give a shit about this day and age. No, that's one of the problems we have right now. I don't care if you agree with me that you talk about listening, you're not listening. Don't justify what you did because you weren't ready because you got to make ladies. Stop letting these women, these old women tell you that y'all need to go get all this damn work and preparation to be married. Anything you're going to learn from your to be married, you need to learn it from your husband. There's some basic training you need. Do you, are you feminine, beautiful, inspirational, fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive? Do you have a willing spirit and agreeable nature? Are you willing to respectfully cooperate, meaning submit? Then after that, cleaning, cooking, that's some basic shit, basic stuff. Women should come with the basic skills. And you got these old women telling you guys that you need a fucking NASA uh, computer engineering degree to be married because they fucked up. Wrong. It ain't that complicated. Human beings have never been this complicated. And I get tired of hearing black women babble on about all this preparation when your preparation means you need to learn how to listen. That's the preparation you needed, to learn how to close your mouth and open your ears.
That's why these young ladies don't listen to y'all, because y'all babble at them. I needed to have the this and did it. I want you to go back to the conversation I had with the 50-year-old woman. The reason a lot of these women don't get it is because y'all, women in my generation were too busy trying to live their own damn life. Having babies and not teaching the next ones. And then waiting until in their 30s and 40s to finally get a fucking clue. I stand on what I said to the first woman. I, man, nobody listening. You, you've been muted a long time. We're just talking to ourselves. I told you you can't overtalk me. I said that a long time ago. Shanti, go ahead. You can do that to your husband. You can't do that shit to me. Shanti, I'm muting yourself. Uh, Mickey, or well, Tati's trying to figure it out. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Kevin? Nice I'm to see well. you. Nice to be here. Likewise. What do you got for me? Modern women are mer- dating mercenaries, well, or are you tired of being I alone? See um, um, well, you said you. The word you used is mercenary. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of cool. Like, you know, like, Boba Fett, like... How old know, are you? So you can't, you can't make it too how, how old are you? us, you know what I how, mean? How old are you? Mercenary, I know, I know what you said, but... How old are you? I am 26. Right. I'm 26. We got to kind of stay on task. What are you here to discuss? Okay. Ugh. Well, I wore my good guy shirt, you know, because I saw a video. In the context of the video, you were comparing women to a car. So I wore my good guy shirt. But I just, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. My question for you, it really is, because a lot of women you say aren't fit to be married, right? Like, a lot of women aren't fit to be married, so what? What, what do you think about that? I don't... Do I have a man? Stop talking! <laughs> do I want to get engaged one day? <laughs> but, um... Is that going to happen? I'm not sure. Danger zone! Ooh, Lord have mercy. Tati, you got to unmute yourself. I've asked you that several times. Can you hear me now? Oh, okay. There you go. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What do you got for me? Um, I was just like, I just started watching oh, your show. Oh, first off, how old are you? I'm 23. Kind of young for this. You're kind of young I, for this, so do you have a question? I just wanted to know, like, is it too late, too early to start getting married now, or should uh, I? No. No. Because right now, like, I'm just focused on my career, like, as being a nurse, but I wanted to know. What? It's a job. It's not a career. It's a job. It's a job. And then she plan on being the director of nursing. It's a job. But I'm also like... I No, no, no. It's a job. 80% okay. of people have jobs. You have a job. Stop calling it a career. One of the first okay. things we need to stop doing is aggrandizing 
and speaking in such grandiose terms, I meet more people who call themselves CEOs and they, and they only got one employee and it's them and they've been in business for three years. You're not a goddamn CEO. Man, it's a job. Okay, it's a job. So do nurses get, do, do non-black nurses have husbands? Yes. Do non-black women start getting married at age 23? Yes. Then what's the question? Um, it's nothing really. I just enjoy watching your show. And okay, well, like I, gotta, I'll, I appreciate it, but I'm trying to get to the, see, it's not a job. It's, it's not a career. It's a job. And 23, in our community, people will tell you you're a baby. Nope. You're, you're, you're marrying age, provided you know what being married is and you are a wife. That's more what I think you should be worrying about. Not, marriage is not just a ceremony. What do you do for a man? A job, a marriage is a job. And it's the most important job you'll have, not a nurse. And it comes right. to the job description and a list of things you're supposed to do from day one. So I'm going to get back to the next person because you're a little bit young. Thank you for watching. Uh, peace out. And I say that to everybody, folks, that I meet more people who are like, I'm a, the CEO of Boss Dude Enterprises. No, you are, you got a job. All right, you back? Your phone dropped? Yes, it's storming my way. So sorry. All right, so it's storming like Norman. So you have three children. Yes, no. Four, four, four children from three different guys. And I asked you, why didn't you choose to marry any of your children's father, you said the first child, you were young. How old were you when you had your first child? 15. All right. How old were you when you had your last child? Uh, 31. How old, is your, how old is your youngest? Two. Why didn't you, how long were you, how long were you with the two-year-old's father? It's not going to make sense. He was. Yeah, it's not going to make sense. It's How long were you with the two-year-old's father? Uh, two years. Why didn't you marry him? Um, okay, let's skip yeah. all the way to the end. Let's skip all the way to the end. Man, why are you requiring marriage now? I'm not requiring it now. You asked okay. if I would like to marry. Okay, I, okay. I guess I, that's, you're right. It's not requiring But why would you like to get married now? I guess that's the better way to ask the question. Why would you like to get married uh, now? Because you, I mean, to be fair, you've had right. four kids, and you're 30 what again? 35? 34. 34? Yes. That's a lot of kids for a 34 year old. It why, is. It is. Well, why marry? But why? Why would you like to be married now? I wanted to be married then. Um, I don't think that, you know, people, the timing, it wasn't right for everybody, but. What do you mean um, the timing wasn't right? So the man who proposed to me, he was a um, army vet and he, he suffers from PTSD and he proposed, but then he also retreated. So uh, I would have been Is married. he one of the father of your children? Yes. He's the father of my, one stop, of my daughters. Stop, stop. So the timing was right for babies. See, y'all, y'all, I mean, I'm going to just say this, in particular, our women, y'all take being a wife far more seriously than being a mother. Yeah. It's not just you. Y'all will sit around and have, like, you're like probably the 20th woman I've talked to with four children who will tell me 
that getting married is like a serious thing, but being a mama ain't? Definitely is. Yeah, definitely All is. right, so if you had your first child at 15, I'm just going to ask a question from the fella standpoint, from 15. Did you go to college? Yes. Did you graduate? Yes. Bachelor's, master's, associate's, PhD, what? Associate. In what? Uh, medical assistant. Medical assistant? Yes. All right. So is that what you still do right now? Uh, I'm a phlebotomist now. All right. So you're, you're, middle, you're, middle, you're middle class? Yes. All right. So as a middle class woman, it's fair to say that you know you don't make enough money to have four children. Right. Why did you have the second one? That's who I thought I was getting married to. But why thinking then why not why not be oh. sure and go down the aisle and get the sure. ring and the certificate? Why 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 is that a good do you have a daughter? Yes. So if your daughter thinks she's gonna marry a man, you'll tell her to go ahead and start having kids. No. No, then no, no, I don't then, then why? Because men really want to know why do y'all think, hey, I want to marry you. Okay, let me go ahead and get pregnant. Why? Right. Yeah, no, I was pregnant, then he proposed, and I thought we were gonna get married, but he, he just wasn't. No, no, you to were be pregnant ready. before you proposed. Yeah, I said so that. that's not who you yeah. thought you were gonna marry. But I did. He just didn't propose yet. We were but talking. That, but that doesn't okay, see, no. I know, I know. I was young, I know, I know. I didn't well, have a mom. I know that's not an excuse. You're not young, was... man. You're not young. How old were you when you had this kid? Uh her. 21, 22. Okay. So due respect, at what point do, do, do you think you should stop having children? I should have. I know. I no, know. no, I'm asking you, at what point do you think you should stop? Oh, I'm done now. The second child, I should have been done. Yes. Okay, but. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but I, yeah. So if you don't get married. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm asking everybody else. I know. 65 <laughs> comes. How are you going to get to the end of life? Yeah, yep. right. How? Yeah, that's. I, I know I need a man. I know I need a husband. It's not like I'm just like out here no, you trying need, to have... No, no, what, you, what, you, what you're saying right now is you need, you need somebody else's money, which is fair. But what, oh. you, ha what you haven't said is what he's going to get. For providing you security. Uh, well, I'm a FBI. <laughs> um, huh? Oil. I'm not a mercenary. So, uh, you said you because the topic was about mercenary. So I'm like, I'm yeah, a well, yeah, You are a mercenary, ma'am. You're you're definitely moving in your own best interest. Oh my! <laughs> you're moving in your own best interest above everybody else. Oh my, that's not fair. <laughs> it is fair. It's man, you have four kids from three different guys. I know. All right, we're would... talking about, and I asked you how, you, if you don't get married, and you reach retirement age, and you can no longer work physically, you can earn not another dollar. How are you going right. to pay for yourself from sixty-five to eighty-five? I mean, that, hopefully my stocks pay off, but your what? You know. Hopefully, your what's uh, paid off? Like my stocks pay off. 
I'm investing your in stocks pay off. So yeah, like hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't talk me, man. I'm sorry. See, when y'all start, when y'all start getting, when the truth starts coming out, y'all start wanting to over talk. What do you mean your stocks? Like, I have investments in stocks, and I'm saying hopefully that. Okay, how much? How much? How much do you have in investments? Right now, twenty five k. Okay, you you understand something that you have nothing. Right. You only have money in investments once you cash them in. What you have right. is on paper. And at thirty four years old, you have twenty five thousand dollars on paper. Right. On paper. Yeah. You're going to need two point four to two point five million dollars to live from sixty five to eighty five. One point right. two point four. Where is that money going to come from? And I guarantee you that twenty five thousand can't grow to two million. Yeah, I know. You so where's it gonna come from? From my husband. <laughs> Me and my husband. I'm gonna, uh, oh, I'm gonna... okay. So hi husband. Here are four kids from three different dudes. What is he Ooh. going to get for having to save you from the streets? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, is that not what he's doing? Right. You're okay, right. what's he gonna You're... then what's he gonna get? A man that has to get out and provide for you and four other children who will be his stepchildren. And provide enough to where you don't hit the streets. What instead of keeping all that money for himself, or going to get a young, fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive woman with no children and making his own legacy? What is what is he going to get that's so great and wonderful that makes him want to take all those chips and bet them on you? You're right. You're right. I know. You're I know. I'm right. But what you what you ladies keep saying is you're right, but you won't answer. Because I don't really have an answer. I can't really the say anything. Is nothing. Right. <laughs> Just say nothing. Nothing. I mean, nothing. I don't, it's, not, it's not that you don't have an answer. The answer is I don't have anything. Right. I want somebody, I, I, want a man, I want a man to go out there and I want him to come save me. Yes. All right, then are you, and that's fine. Fine. I'm good with that. I'm good with that answer. It's actually more, it's more truthful than a lot of women. But are you moving through the world like that? Are you moving through the world with that level of humility? Hey, man, save me from my, the choices I made. Are you moving through <laughs> life that way? In like the last six months since watching you, yes. Yes. I had to humble myself. Yes. All right. Yes. Then what's the value proposition in the last six months? All right. I'm going to save you. What do I get? Help me with that answer. Uh, book a session for that one. No, see, that's the thing. And I'm, I'm saying I'm joking because the thing is, see, and I'm going to just say this. Man, a man with four children would be required to be able to be able to provide for all those. But you ladies can go have kids with no plans, walk yeah. through life like it's a game, laughing it off, joking it off. It's not funny. You're right. It's, not, it's really not. It's and it's kind of it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy that even at this point I'm like, well, when are you gonna start? When are you ladies gonna start taking life seriously? I mean, something as simple as changing a smoke detector. You watch my show. Why is that thing beeping like that? Because my breath there hasn't changed it yet. Why don't you call? Why don't you? How far up is that? It's pretty tall. I'm not that tall, Kevin. I'm not that. Then go get a goddamn ladder. 
And see, what I want you guys to understand is why the smoke detector is so symbolic. That would right. annoy a man, but women will sit in shit and wait for a man to come fix it and then still fix your mouth and say you don't need a man. You need no. us for everything. I agree. <laughs> All right, then how are you walking through life like that when you deal with date with are you are you dating anyone right now? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, all seriousness, because you got to know that your children, men look at the, the father and say whether or not they want to deal with you long term. Right. Right. So I, I don't want to go down that path, but let's just go down the path of, let's just say in this sake of argument, that marriage is not in the cards for you in this lifetime. Okay. Then what's the rest of life look like for you? Traveling and kids, I guess. You I love tra to travel. Tra traveling where? Me. Hmm? Wherever the... I travel a lot. So I don't know. Places I haven't been. I don't know where travel that means, man. Is who's going to have my grandkids. Travel, um, travel meaning where, ma'am? Um... Like the United States. I mean, I have a passport. I haven't been outside the country yet, but traveling, seeing things I haven't seen before. See, this is different between men and women. If a man had four kids and, and no one was coming to save him, he'd be thinking about getting a second job and stocking with everything else. Y'all think about fun. I have that. <laughs> I have that. Yeah. You have 25 funky dollars. You have $25,000 on paper. No, I meant a second time as well. Ma'am, ma'am, what I'm saying is travel. Oh. That's not oh. a priority. It's not. You asked me what would I be doing at that age. I said, yeah, I know. I said, if, you, if marriage is not in the cards for you, what does the right. remainder of life look like? You said traveling my kids. Well, your yeah. kids are going to grow up and have their own lives, God willing. They'll leave you as they should, leave you sitting by yourself. Then what does life look like? Lonely. <laughs> and this is the problem. And my point is because there's a book called Promises I Can Keep. Why poor women choose motherhood over marriage. And there's a concept okay. called the village wife. A lot of times women have children to fill up their lives, but then they end up making their children's you know, living vicariously through their kids. Your kids are there for you to raise them so they can go out and be healthy, productive citizens. They're not there to, to, to supplement you. And if you can't get yourself together to where you can get a man to end up working with you and cooperating with you for the rest of life, then it means you're going to end up, like you said, by yourself or lonely, but that, that's a choice too. See, all these choices come down to being serious. And maybe you're just a lighthearted person or maybe you're just nervous or whatever, but, but a lot of you ladies aren't serious. I couldn't imagine having four kids and, and being as carefree as some of you ladies sound. I couldn't imagine it. Y'all act like it's like, oh, just happened. I'm, I was young. Uh, what? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's what y'all, that's what some of y'all, you gotta admit that's how you sound. I was young, you know, hey, you know, whatever. All right. Because we I can't change the past, right? So I have to accept what I have. My package is four, right? So I have to well, keep 
the real with myself first. Mm -hmm. So I'm light about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You got to do that. But yeah. how's your interaction with the children's father? Are they is the father and the kids lying? Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Everybody. So oh, yeah. if you're going forward and you if if you and it's if you do I mean if you do want to date you have to be we all must be if men and women have to be assets to one another. Right. And that's what it ultimately comes down to. If you want a man to be in your life and be an asset to you, you must be a net asset to him. I agree with that. Yes, so, I agree. And unfortunately, because the way your life is particularly laid out right now, you've got more liabilities. I do. See, in, some, do. in many countries, women like you would, you wouldn't even be, women who have children are not even available for marriage. They just shut out of the marriage market. In this country, it's no. not necessarily so. But then you still got to make yourself, you got to make yourself appealing. True. Yeah. Uh, now, I do have to ask, why, why the short hair? Uh, so the stress point is here. Ah, okay. Okay. What, what, was that, what was that guy from Drew Hill? Every time I see the short blonde hair, it's either her or Jada Pinkett or something. Cisco, don't you hey. dare. I, I mean, his was platinum, though. His was platinum. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Thong, 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 thong. Come on, let's do it. Thong, right. thong, thong, thong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, chicka, I'm going to talk here too. Bye. Thong, 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 thong. She was, she was good spirit. She was good. She was good sport. Thong, 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 thong. <laughs> See, I think a lot of things in life. It comes down to, with, with, with women, if you're willing to be honest about what's going on and serious, then there's not going. All right, ma'am, you're just peeking out of the corner. What are you doing? Oh, Hello? sorry. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good, and you? Yeah, how old are you? 26. Okay, you need to get all the way on camera because you're kind of off. Okay. All right, so um, what are we discussing here? Um, I guess it was the broadcast. Are you mercenaries or are you tired of being alone? Which one? I'm just tired of being alone. Uh, okay. So I need you to hold the phone right there. Uh, when was your last relationship? It was, let's see, about two years ago. How long did that last? Two years. And who ended it? I did. Why? Okay, you got a quick way to answer because I got to get on through this. It was stuff. better for both of us. Mm -hmm. All right, well, you're tired of being alone. Uh, what you doing about it? Yeah, I just figured it was best for both of us. What are you doing about it? Just working on being a better me. Okay, well you've been doing the work. Two years. Okay, when is that? When's that work gonna be done? Um, I mean, I tried dating, but mm -hmm. he just wanted to have fun, and I kind of more of a relationship. Yeah. You like dogs or cats? I'm a dog person. <laughs> You better get better get better get a lifetime supply of Alpo. 
Why did I say that? Because, young lady, you ladies act like life is supposed to come to you. I'm working on being a better me. You're 26. 26. That's why I call it the danger zone. You need to focus. But many of you young ladies are lazy when it comes to dating. You got all these lists and things you want, but then what are you doing to actually put yourself out there? Well, I was listening in on how you were talking about going out and just, um, you know, going out solo, no friends, and just so, kind of. Yeah, but do you do that? That's a yes or no question. I've done it once. Okay, so in other words, you're doing nothing. Okay, well, I can't help people. Two things I can't fix is coward and lazy. So if you're not going to do anything, that's why I said lifetime supply of alpha. I can't fix coward or lazy. Uh, can't fix coward, can't fix lazy. Uh, I'm going to get you back on the so. Hello, how are you? So, Ochimo? Oh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you, and yourself? I'm good. How old are you? I'm 26. Good. So, what are we talking about? Talking about tired of being alone, or are we talking about modern mercenaries? Um, actually, so there was a lady who joined the call earlier today, and I kind of agree with her as far as well, what y'all's conversation um, and how y'all were speaking about the older generation kind of failed us as far as like teaching us how to, you know, properly prepare for marriage. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of here to like say like, you know, I'm learning as well and kind of trying to navigate as well. Um, well, I don't think she really agreed much with me. I, I yeah. said that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she well, she came in and said, well, younger women need to be married. Then I was like, well, okay, cool, I hear you. But then I, go, then I asked her about having any daughters. She said she had four stepdaughters, 25 to 29, who are always single. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, all right. So uh, what do, do you want to be married one day? Absolutely. So definitely, for sure, was one day. Mother, was your mother married? My mother was married. She's divorced now. Uh, was she married to your father? Yes, she was. Hmm. How long were they married? Um, for about ten years or so. Mm-hmm. About ten years. So when you speak to your mother about dating relationships and men, mm-hmm. is she happy, upbeat, optimistic, and joyful? Yes, um, okay. but I also do come from a very strict traditional background. Um, so earlier you were talking about how um, like back in the day, you know, men or women don't really have to prepare for marriage. They're kind of just already ready. I completely agree with that. Um, When I was growing up, I always knew that, well, I kind of knew that my parents would like find someone for me. Mm -hmm. However, since like living in America and everything like that, um, they're kind of letting me like, you know, look for love and yeah. Uh, okay, so is your mother, she's been divorced from your father for how long? Ooh, it's been about, yeah, like 20-something years now. Has she had a boyfriend or a significant relationship since? Yes, however, it's been a few years. Uh, how long was that relationship? Not that long at all. Okay, so in the last 20 years, she hasn't had any real relationships. 
Yeah, that's true. I think she focused more on me and my siblings. So, so I want to ask if your mom is happy, upbeat, joyful, and optimistic when she talks to you about relationships. If she divorced your father mm -hmm. and she hasn't had a man. Correct. She can say um, one thing, but what are you seeing? I think she's focused on herself, honestly. It's a mercenary. True. It's a mercenary because True. you say you were raised in a traditional kind of place, but mm -hmm. uh, your mother divorced your father or your father divorced your mother? The situation was pretty bad, so it was definitely my mother who left. Okay. I don't want to pry too much. Are you saying mm -hmm, the situation mm -hmm. was bad because you mm -hmm. witnessed it? Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, but, but, but okay. All right. Women often, I often hear young ladies idealize their mothers. Mm -hmm. What did your mother teach you about relationships if she's not in one? Can't keep one. So that's actually a good point that you make. Um, I know. <laughs> You actually, well, I had to learn, like, okay, if my mom is living like this and, so you know. So in other words, you got to answer the question okay. before you do Okay. That. What is she teaching okay. you? Um, so what she taught me is, uh, what I learned is that you definitely can't be in a situation that you're not happy with, um, okay. you All know, right. especially right. if it's not uh, healthy. Uh, 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 uh. No. Okay. No. Okay. Move on past your mother and... Because, see, I don't want to go down that path. I don't want to ask what the issues were. Mm -hmm. uh, were. Were the police involved? All right, then we move on. Mm -hmm. But since then, what is she teaching you about men? Because that ain't all men. That ain't all relationships. So I don't want to go there. Okay. But what else? Um, she always, well, she's taught me to find somebody who loves me, find uh -huh. someone who will care for me, support uh -huh. me. What does that mean? Um, what, is what that does mean? that mean? Huh? Um, I need to make sure that I find a man who, that I'm basically not doing all of the work. Uh -huh. um, so, she that... taught you, so she taught you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Somebody will love me and support me. And when it gets right mm -hmm. down to it, here comes the fears. Somebody that's going to, I'm not going to do it. So t come on. I know where we're going with this. You're saying one thing, but you were taught another. Okay. You said she was joyful, optimistic, upbeat, mm -hmm. but she told me to find somebody who loves me, mm -hmm. somebody who's going to support me, mm -hmm. but you're supposed to be the support system, not me. You are my support system. I'm not your support system. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to love me. I'm not supposed to love you. I'm supposed to protect you. You're supposed mm -hmm. to love me. Okay. You are my support. I'm not okay. your support. And then somebody where I'm not going to have to do all the work. You're supposed to work. For me. Mm hmm Agreed. You said you were raised in a traditional kind of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing any traditional anything that your mother's teaching you. And she ain't living it. Because she don't have a man. And I was just about to say that. So she can't live it. But I mean, yeah, she can. based off of the... Yeah, she can. She could have found... Okay. Yeah, she can. She could have found a man. By finding a man. Thank you. Because children mm -hmm. don't learn from what you tell them. They don't learn from what you see. Mm -hmm. At 26 years old, you're no closer to being married than you were at 23 because you mm -hmm. don't even know what you're looking for. 
Anyone I believe I know what I'm looking for. Okay, what are you looking for? Um, so I'm definitely looking for a man who has more than what I have for myself. What does that mean? Um, say again. What does that mean? Um, so I have this, I guess, um, vision for myself as far as how successful I need to be. Um, and I feel like the man that I find either, either needs to meet that or exceed that by at least time. What do you have? What do I currently have? Uh-huh. Um, so currently I have like a job, like you mean like physically, like I have a job. You said you like, didn't meet a man that has more than you. What do you have? So I have, I live in my own place. I have my own cars. Okay, hold on, hold on. You own a mm -hmm. home or an apartment? I'm in an apartment. Okay, you own, you own cars or car? A car. Okay, you have a you have an apartment, a car. Did you go to college? Yes, I did. Did you graduate? And currently, yes, I did with what the bachelor's, working what? on a master's bachelor's business in administration. A master's of what? Um, I'm getting. A, I'm either going to do a master. Well, I'm working on a master's a in um, uh, finance. Sorry. Right. Uh huh. So mm -hmm. you so you got a car, an apartment, uh, and did you get scholarships or do you have student loans? I do have student loans. Uh -huh. I did get so, scholarships as so, well. So, but I'm in debt. Yes, I get your point. Uh, how much are we talking? 10, 20, 30, 40, what? Oh, I'm up there. What, what's that? Oh, I'm like 60K. All right. So, in other words, you're a 26 year old woman. How tall are you? I am 5'5. Five, five. Dress size? You say again? Dress size? Oh, dress size? I don't know, like 12. I don't know. Well, how much did you weigh the last time you weighed yourself? Um, like 190. How many children would you like to have? Two. Mm -hmm. And after you're pregnant and married with your first child, do you want to have to work to pay significant bills? Absolutely not. Okay. What percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for? for Less than life? 30. Less than 30 could mean one. Which percentage? 30 or less. Well, ma'am, you cannot work after you're pregnant and then be responsible for 30% of the family financial load. Those two numbers don't match. How, how not? Well, if you're not working, at what age do you plan on going back to work? Um, so, so, okay, so I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So what percentage when of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for a lifetime? And 30% means if your income happens, goes away, the family takes a substantial hit. 30%, you cannot, a, a ship can't even stay with three compartments. 30% compromises it. Mm -hmm. So what percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for? I meaning if you don't make it, it doesn't compromise the, meaning you don't make it. Okay, quick question, I'm so sorry. Huh? So, if I'm responsible for 30%, leaving uh -huh. us with 70%, that uh -huh. we can't live off of that. It's going to substantially change what happens. 30% mm -hmm. is beyond a tipping point. So what would be a good percentage no, no, I for a I don't know, ma'am. I'm asking you. You said you don't want to, after married, pregnant, mm -hmm. you don't want to have to work. So, okay, okay. Let me change that statement. I don't want to have to work like a... Like a job to where it's like. Ma'am, I just need to, to know what I want to know. Okay. What percentage of the overall 30%. family financial stress? 
So you want to be responsible for 30% of the family stress. So that means your daughter and your son has a car. You want to be responsible for 30% of that. They go to college. You want to be responsible to pay 30% of that. Every responsible for 30% for the rest of your life. So that means you're going to have to work through 65. All right. What state do you live in? Texas. Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. How much does it cost to have a middle-class family of four in Texas to live a middle-class or middle-class life? 50 to 60K. What the French toast did you just say? To have a... A family of four. A a family of four. 120K. A family of two children and two adults to where the kids can have cars and go to college. $120,000. Hmm. $120,000 in Texas. I lived in Texas for uh, 12 years. That ain't going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. But let's just say, how much do you think you'll make at the uh, top of your career? Um, about 120, 30K. So, so 120 or 30K. So mm-hmm. that's 30%. So your man needs to make 70. Uh, so let's just use your math then, shall we? Mm-hmm. So 130,000 times 0.17. So your man needs to make 221,000. If you're responsible for 30%. My goal was actually 360,000 for my husband. Uh-huh. What percentage of men earn that, that amount of money? Top 5 to 1%. Top 1%. Ma'am? Mm-hmm. Do you care if he's black, white, Hispanic, Asian? An astronaut. Um, yes. What do you want him to be? African-American. Huh. And your dress size 12. Yes, very curvaceous woman. Yeah, how curvy you are. You're almost 200 pounds, and you want a man who's making $360,000. So I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What does a man who's making $360,000 or more want from a woman? Nothing. Hmm. They don't need anything from us. Modern mercenaries, everybody. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> they don't need anything for us. They have the whole world to choose You cannot from. make this shit up. What does a man who's making that kind of money or more want from a woman? I mean, I guess at that point it would just be, what does he want from a woman? He would just want a family at that point. A woman that's going to uh, be there. On, ma'am. To... Uh, hold on, okay. ma'am. Hold on. See uh-huh. how see how how clear you had for the man and how much money he needs to make and all this other shit. Well, now I ask you one simple thing: What does the kind of man that you want want from a woman? You can't answer that simple question. Just kids, said... huh? ma'am. Ma'am, all he needs is a working womb to do that. Mm-hmm. So, what does he want? It would be basically somebody he could come back to for his support, somebody who's going to basically care after the kids while he's out there working. What's your longest relationship? Um, My longest relationship is the one I'm in now. And I guess you could say that that's a a little over a year. Uh Uh-huh. And how old is he? Mm -hmm. He is 25. 
All right. So uh, he's a year younger than you. Um, mm -hmm. What's the maximum age difference you'd want between you and your husband? Maximum? So for me to be stable, I would have to be looking at a guy that's like over 10 to 15 years older than me. All right. So um, you can't make this shit up. And you say it confidently, too. I want to make it $360,000. First off, do you do realize that these men don't want women that weigh more than they do? Okay. Put your point blank, <laughs> end of sentence. Number one, uh -huh. number two, they don't want women that are not traditional. Okay. You're not traditional. I'm not you're, traditional? Oh, no. You're very modern. How so? Please tell uh, me. No. Well, fact of the matter, you're single at this point. And we went through how you were raised. You're not traditional. You're dating a guy who's a year younger than you. You're not traditional. See, traditional women by your age would have been married because marriage is a requirement for traditional women. Men Absolutely. Are not Men are not optional. You have a dream. You have no, 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 no. So you have a fantasy, which is fine. But you're trying okay. to find a you're trying to find a man in the top one percent of women, and this mm -hmm. man has the option of the world. Mm -hmm. So. First thing he wants from a woman is like most men want for women who are cooperative. Cooperative, okay. traditional. Mm -hmm. Then fit, feminine, friendly. Then fit, feminine, friendly. You fail the fitness part. Okay. So automatically, you have to compete with the women that are around that man. So why would a man, a black man, who's making that kind of money, skip over all the plethora of women who were raised to be there with him, who mm -hmm. didn't have the kind of family thing you're talking about, whose mother actually has modeled this kind of stuff, who actually knows what a man wants other than just who can answer the questions I'm talking about. Why should he skip all these women and choose you? So most of your questions have been like, I guess about my current situation and how I grew up. But I mean, if we're talking about traditionalism, right? I was raised to cater I to I asked men. you, why should he skip okay. over all these women and pick mm -hmm. you? I asked you all because these questions. Because of how today. I was raised and how I was you brought raised. up. You were raised, by, you were raised by a divorcee who has not had a relationship for 20 years. Okay. I have a strong family mm -hmm. of women who are married okay. around me right. who have taught you cook, me. You got a cookbook? I don't need a cookbook. Oh yeah, you do need a cookbook. See right there, folks, right there, right there, right there. You heard the voice. You heard it. Like I said, all you have to do is trigger these modern women and it'll come out. You heard the tone. Thank you. I don't need a cookbook you have. Yeah, you need, you need Jesus. Oh my God, 200 pounds. I don't need a cookbook. You don't need nothing from me. That's why you're dealing with a 25 year old because a man who's serious would not deal with this. Look at this shit right here. I don't need no more. I don't need a cookbook. Yeah, mm -hmm. get your 15 minutes of fame. Oh my goodness.
$360,000. Now, for the, for the low, low price of $360,000, you get a woman who's not 30, 40, 50. She's 60 plus thousand dollars in debt, guys. And that's before grad school. Then you get the benefit of her having her consumer debt, her credit card debt. Then the fact that she's a whopping size 12. It's curvaceous, but it's a 12. And she doesn't even have a cookbook. She doesn't need a cookbook because you're making all the money. All she has to do is sit there and give you starfish sex and a size 12 body. And you should be happy to get that. Matter of fact, you should skip over every woman that's already been raised to be fit, feminine, feeling cooperative, submissive to kind of work and create and support to her man. You should skip over all of them to go to get to her. Right. Buy a dog. Buy a dog. Oh my God. Hello. You muted yourself. Yeah, I did. <laughs> How, How are, are you? you? I'm great. Just enjoying your show. Mm, yeah. <laughs> How, do you, How old are you, by the way? I'm 28. 28. You got any brothers yes. who wants to? You got any brothers making $300,000? Uh, right now, not that are single. $350,000 or more? Not that are single. Okay. Well, if you Definitely. know any guys making three hundred to $400,000, I got a winner down here in Texas for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Well, I agree with you. I, I definitely think that it's hard for these young women to not be mercenaries and to mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just really sad to see them kind of setting themselves up for failure. And um, <clears throat> I actually had a friend, I showed her one of your videos a couple weeks ago, and I enjoyed it. And she actually was talking to me about her boyfriend getting advice and I was trying to tell her like oh you should really stay with him like you know I've been with my guy for 10 years like you know just trying to show her like some of the stuff that you were saying and she actually proceeded to block me mm -hmm. um the following day and did didn't want to talk to me didn't want to do anything with me so she did you a favor she <laughs> yeah she definitely favor. did she definitely because, did <laughs> because women like that don't want constructive criticism, correction, they just want to be right. Mm -hmm. And inevitably, she's probably going to stab you in the back somewhere anyway, because most people yeah. who dislike me can't tell you why, other than the fact that I don't like his tone. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, you'll be better off uh, yeah. uh, as it ends up. But I did want to get you to pop in because we were trying to get you in, but I'm, running, I'm getting towards the end of the show. Keep yeah, watching. I kind of knew that. Keep watching. See you. Uh, join me in later. Bye -bye. I will, for sure. Have a good night. Bye. Ladies, understand something. You want to lose friends? Tell them you watch this show. Uh, who is this person sitting in the dark? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, poor baby. Three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Now, why is that such an issue? Because I want you guys to understand that that's the essence of a mercenary. Mercenaries worry about what they want, what's in it for them. Basic skill. The average mercenary has skills 
but are they skilled so much above a, a, a somebody who's fighting for your nation, for your army? Not necessarily. Guys, I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, but gentlemen, you better get really good at asking qualifying questions and getting to the root of who people are. Because I've heard these women being called chameleons, a lot of other stuff. A lot of women today are watching these channels, femininity influencers, and becoming really adept at saying or believe they're saying the right thing. But all you have to do is ask a question three layers deep, and most of it will start to fall away. I said it again, I said it then, I said it again. That young lady was not traditional. She may have been raised by a bunch of different women and said something. You ain't marrying none of them. You're marrying what's in that mindset. And that mindset said, he, need, he wants nothing from me except me to have some babies. Okay. Have some babies, and then what? Who gonna cook for them babies? Who's the rest? Where's the recipe? I don't need a recipe book. I got the internet. I got whatever. I'm like, it's not a matter of the recipe book. It's a matter of the mindset. So you guys need to be a watch on the watch out for this kind of stuff. And I would tell you, just like I said about the mercenary, she filled both categories. The out for self, and then the older woman with the younger man. Remember the two components? You, you, all of it in one little, all in one nice little 26-year-old package. When somebody shows you who they are, gentlemen, believe it. And that means she has to be, that doesn't make her a bad person. It doesn't mean that she's, you know, a horrible person. It's just this, this, the West has contorted things to where women today who may be softer spoken or maybe not be overly aggressive or ratchet or whatever, consider themselves to be traditional. I cannot tell you how many young black women I met in the last three months who will tell you to your face they are traditional women and I'm like, no, you're a nice, modern woman. Traditional women know their role. They desire their role. They relish their role. They want to be married and are only dealing with men who are marriage-minded because they know something is amiss if they're not in a relationship with a man, a significant relationship, and husband. There's, not, there's no question about this. It's not some, I'm going to go to college to get my master's or something and so forth. No, 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 no. That's why every time some woman came in my career, my this, my that, all right, modern mindset. And here's the thing. Modern women do not work well or fit well with traditional men. Modern women do not fit well with high-value men. They don't. They don't. High-value men want traditional women, so it's better to have none than to get one because you just want somebody to kick it with. That's why so many guys are starting to step back and say, you know what, I'd rather just not deal with you at all. And this is when it really starts, gentlemen, when you say no to a woman who may be attractive, cute, whatever, and she, you know she's not for you, understand. Very few women know how to deal with rejection. You better be prepared to become gay, this, that, so forth, or they're going to step the... Step it up. 
Then they'll start trying to bring you in. Hey, come over to the house. Let's next quick and chill, such and so forth. Stay on your square, gentlemen, because if you start down the path of dealing with a modern woman, a modern mercenary, when you're on your purpose, on your square, going down in your path, it she will divert your attention to her. You cannot divert your attention to anything except you and your purpose. And women who understand what's best for us all are okay with that. They want it that way. Like I said in the monologue, you couldn't make that last, the second to the last call any better. And all the elements in the monologue were right there. A woman like that would end up making you, making her the center of the world. You would have to go out and do everything to lay it down to her feet because what? She had a baby? So, young lady, don't get upset because um, it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to tell you straight up that asking, for, thinking, uh, wanting a man. This woman said $360,000. I want a man who's going to have at least what I have. Texas breeds women like this. That's why I went down to Houston. Between Houston and, and Dallas, it is wrought with these women. In, in Dallas, you're going to find the more Christian version. I've already talked about the women in Dallas. Then in Houston, Houston, the finesse capital of the world, right? and then the only other place is Chicago. You can just take I-35 from Chicago to Dallas and go 45 to Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, gentlemen, hey, good show. Stay on your square. Get what's good for you and for you ladies. Um, you understand something. Moderate, you know, I, I, there's not really much to be said. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. There's not really much you can say for somebody saying they want $300,000 for a man. You better be, uh, you better be a bona fide LA nine or better, and a you better have a solid, tight dress size four, dress size six. You better I don't care about this voluptuous sign. You better be yes. Three hundred thousand dollars. I want you guys under three hundred sixty thousand dollars. I want you to understand. That's thirty thousand dollars a month. That's seventy five hundred dollars a week. She wants a she wants to do this making $180 an hour. And you are dress size 12? Before children? Before children. Now you know after children, you gain that 30 to 50 pounds. Oh, but I guess that's right. You make a 300,000, she's gonna get your money. You're gonna go get her a mommy makeover or something. Man, get the fuck out of here, boy. Y'all better understand. So here's what we do. That was a good show. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up, man. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. You cannot make this shit up. I swear to God, you cannot make it up. So I need you ladies to understand that this is what men are dealing with. This is what so many men are dealing with. They're like, well, damn. Can I at least get some 
You know, can I get a sandwich or something? I don't need no cookbook. Do what for you? This is why I love the women that come over here who are really trying to get a better outcome. Understand one thing. Women who actually prioritize trying to please a man, you need to, you need to have the pick-me spirit. The women who prioritize pleasing a man, a man is top of mind, a man is an actual priority. Those are the women that win effortlessly. The women who try to manipulate or rejigger the situation to where they are in the beneficiary position in a relationship are women who spend the majority of their time trying to play games. And there's always a winner and loser in these situations. This is why I say it's better to not deal with mercenaries. Better to not deal with mercenaries. Um, if, if, if this country ever decided to do what Amsterdam did and legalize certain things, it would stop a lot of this mercenary behavior. Let me go through this chat room and let me answer some questions real quick. I got a little bit of time. Um, gotta stay on your purpose. Uh, who is this? Please save the cookbook comment, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody, uh, just like I'm a PhD, somebody want to go into the, uh, into the archive, into the video and clip the I don't need a cookbook comment. Ma'am, you are now part of the show. I don't need a cookbook. I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. I don't need a cookbook. <coughs> I told you. I'll make you famous. I don't need a cookbook. Who gonna cook for your kids? Not me. Not me. And I even I even let her slide on this. Not the bad guy. The bad guy. even let her slide on the bang. I let her slide on the bang. Remember that movie, The Fifth Dimension? The Fifth Element? <laughs> coming, 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 coming. Chris Tuck, when Chris Tucker was, uh, what was that character he played in The Fifth Element? Coming, coming. And he had that little blonde thing sticking out his head. What was Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element? Coming, 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 coming. Coming, 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 coming. Flossin Paradise! You're gonna call her Flossin Paradise. You're gonna call her the Flossin Paradise girl. Flossin Paradise! What was his name? Uh, what was that dude's name? Ra Rowdy Ricky or something? Uh, uh, Ruby Rod. Ruby Rod, coming, 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 coming. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Okay, coming. Chris Tucker, Ruby Rod sings the Bayang. Coming, 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 coming. Plus sign paradise. <laughs> I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. Y'all are horrible. I am going to hell. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. No!
Come, 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 What's going on, my man? What? Don't move. should not be encouraging this shit, man. Stop it. Just stop it. I want a picture of that. I got to get a picture of that. Hold on. Uh, I, I got to get a picture of that before we go. Shout out to the Bayang girl. So I'm going to put that on. I'm going to put that. I'm going to add that. I don't need the cookbook. I don't need the cookbook. And we're going to have it right there. She don't need the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no cookbook. I don't need no cookbook. That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't need no cookbook. I got, I got, I got Googles. Y'all want to know what I'm looking for? I'm going to show you what I'm looking for. Here's what I'm looking for. Blossom Paradise, that thing on the forehead, <laughs> little nut. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Not the bad guy. The bad guy. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to get out of here, man. We ran long tonight. I was a little bit late, but that was good. That was great, guys. I appreciate it. That was fun. Until the next time. Peace, Coven. We are out. <laughs>